The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Roger Bacon Spartans High School Basketball. This Spartans game is brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet. Call Josh Wilkin, Roger Bacon Class of 2012 at 812-532-2931. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Substation 2 in Florence. Call for your next event, 859-371-9490. Crosley's Bar and Grill at 4901 Vine Street in St. Bernard. Cardinal Motors in Fairfield. Call 513-939-2886. The Mount St. Joseph University. Eric Geiger State Farm Agency. Call 513-574-0321. The Game On Sports Bar and Grill at 5880 Road. Vonderhaar's Catering, call 513-554-1969. Borgman Athletics, call Ryan at 513-476-3070. And by the Lucky Turtle at 8621 Winton Road in Finneytown. Roger Bacon Spartans High School Basketball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the floor for this Spartans game. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Fogarty Center on the campus of Roger Bacon High School in Cincinnati, where the JV game is just now ending, and Purcell Marion is going to take the JV game here tonight prior to the varsity encounter, 45-39 to with six-tenths of a second to go. But we join you early here this evening so we can bring you the senior night festivities here at Roger Bacon High School. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along this evening on UltimateSportsTalk.com as the Roger Bacon Spartans are at home for their next to the last home game. Their last home game will be on Tuesday night against Woodward, but tonight they will be entertaining the Purcell Marion Cavaliers at 13-5 and overall. They're 4-3 and in the GCL. Roger Bacon comes into tonight's ballgame with a record of 5-14 and overall. And they are 2-6 and six in conference play. Your final score in the JV contest here this evening was Purcell Marion 46 and Roger Bacon 39. In the freshman game earlier this afternoon, it was Roger Bacon 39 and Purcell 30. So, Roger Bacon and Purcell have each split the opening two ball games. So, the varsity game, when that gets underway here in about 20 minutes... Well, then you'll get an opportunity to see who wins the nightcap here this evening. Since it is senior night and everybody is ready for this here this evening, we're going to turn it over when the opportunity arises to Tom Burke, the president of Roger Bacon and also the public address announcer. And he is going to be bringing you tonight's senior night festivities where the Spartans this evening are going to be saying goodbye to about five different seniors here tonight, along with cheerleaders this evening also. We're going to have just a slight delay for this here this evening. gives us an opportunity to let you know that the Spartans have lost six in a row heading into tonight's ball game. They have fell to Carroll, LaSalle, Alter, Elder, McNicholas, and Tuesday night they were beaten by Covington Catholic 80-37, to 
The Spartans had a tough night with Covington. They were down by eight at the end of the first quarter and 19 at the half and just could not mount any kind of a comeback in the basketball game. But Brandon Bibbs is back tonight. Of course, he got back last Friday night and ended up playing in that ball game against McNicholas. Elsewhere around here this evening, we're going to, later on in our pregame show, we will bring you all of the conference games that are happening around the GCL this evening. We will also talk a little bit about Eric Edwards' big night on Wednesday night where Roger, the Roger Bacon graduate, had a big night for Mount St. Joseph University. By the way, that's going to be our next broadcast game coming up for you tomorrow afternoon as we will be bringing you the men's and women's game, Mount St. Joseph at Franklin University over in Terre Haute, Indiana. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 12.30 with that one. And you can join us on Ultimate Sports Talk. The tip-off of the women's game will be at 1 o'clock, and that's turned out to be a very important game for Dan Benjamin's Mount St. Joseph women's basketball team. And now the men's basketball team is back into a three-way tie for first place in the Heartland Conference with Hanover and Craig McGee's Rose Holman Fighting Engineers. And those games will be getting underway at about 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. So I hope you can join us then here on Ultimate Sports Talk as we bring you basketball action tomorrow afternoon here on UST. Let's turn it over now to Tom Burke for tonight's Senior Night Festivities. We would like to take a moment to recognize the hard work of our senior basketball players and cheerleaders and their parents. But first, we would like to recognize the seniors from Purcell Marion High School. Ace Taylor. Ryan Lamb. Brian Williams. Kennedy Gentry. Deidreana Gentry. Aria Hope. Michaela James. And Diamond Smiley. Congratulations, seniors from Purcell. And now, you're Roger Bacon seniors, the class of 2018. First, Amy Groth, accompanied by her mom and dad, Jenny and Doug. Jasmine Hedden, accompanied by her mom, Latara Isom, and her dad and brother, Timothy Hedden and Timothy Hedden, Jr. Aliyah Walker, accompanied by her mom, Tiffany, and her stepdad, John Quinn. Mr. Brandon Bibbs, accompanied by his mom and dad, Denise and Ron, and his brother and sister, Bryce and Jay.
Craig Moore II, accompanied by his mom, Dan, and sister, Sonia, Craig, and Shanoa. Amir Muhammad, accompanied by his mom and dad, Charmaine and Clifford. And Mr. Alante Shearer, accompanied by his mom and sister, Denise and Alicia. From the Roger Bacon family, thank you students and parents for all you've contributed to our boys' basketball and cheer programs over the last few years. Congratulations and best of luck to all of you. Even more importantly, thank you for being such an important part of our Roger Bacon family. attention towards the video wall for a message from our seniors. Hi, I'm Jasmine. Hello, I'm Amir Muhammad. Hi, I'm Andrew. What's up? I'm Craig Moore II. Hi, I'm Alante Shearer. Hi, I'm Alia Walker. Hey, I'm Brandon Davis. Next year I'm undecided, but I want to major in health sciences. Next year, I plan on going to cosmetology school to be a cosmetologist. Next year, I'll be attending the University of Toledo and studying in engineering. Next year, I plan on studying mathematics at either the University of Cincinnati or Indiana State University. Next year, I'll either be going to Heidelberg University or the University of Toledo to study business. Next year, I plan on going to UC Duet for the Digital Hygienist program. Next year, I plan on studying cosmetology. Um, one of my favorite members from cheer is probably riding the bus after Kettering and Columbus with the cheer team, listening to Roger's SoundCloud. My favorite memory is going to Sony's with the basketball team during our trip, uh, during Christmas break. My favorite memory was the car ride home after watching Jumanji with the team. My favorite memory with cheer is just been going to all the games and getting to cheer with all my friends and look at the stands and see everybody having fun. My favorite memory this year is probably being in the hotel in Kentucky with the team, and my favorite actor food was and he knows why. My favorite memory from here is probably my freshman year when we used to do the uh, homecoming parade and we had to march down to the stadium. My favorite memory is uh, catching the interception at the homecoming game versus McMinnick. I would like to shout out and thank my friends and my family, most importantly my mom, my stepdad, and my coaches, Rebecca and Shelby. And I would like to thank my cheerleaders and Skep fam, the ladies Skep fam. Shout out to my coaches, my friends, especially Skep fam, and a big shout out to my mom and dad. I love y'all. Shout out to all the coaches that have coached me through the years. Shout out to my family. Big shout out to Skep fam. And a big thank you to my mom for all the years of taking me to the practices and games. I appreciate you and I love you. I want to thank all of my family, especially my mom and my dad and my grandma Joy and then my best friend Evan. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out and thank you to my friends and um, my cousin and my mom for supporting me and putting me through Roger Bacon and encouraging me to stay. Uh, I would like 
to give a shout-out to my family and the Army class of 18, and a special shout-out to uh, both my parents for raising me to be the young man I am today. Thank you. Shout-out to my family, shout-out to all the coaches who coached me, shout-out to my team, especially Bill and my family been doing this thing with me for four years. And special shout-out to my mom. I love you. Thanks for everything you do for me. Let's give them one more big hand. Stand up and give them a hand. And that is the senior night festivities here at Roger Bacon High School. Five outstanding seniors along with the cheerleaders and other seniors that they introduced here this evening. Senior night is always different. No matter what school you go to, they always honor the seniors, but each and every school does it in a different way. And here tonight, not only did they do the Roger Bacon seniors, but they also introduced the seniors for Purcell Marion, which is a very nice touch as far as I'm concerned. And a couple of the players for Roger Bacon saying that they're considering going to the University of Toledo. Good school up there in Toledo. <laughs> I went there, so if you're a Rockets fan, well, that's where a couple of the Roger Bacon kids are going to be going to in the near future. You heard uh, a couple of them also say that they were considering the University of Cincinnati and even Indiana State. I came across Indiana State completely by accident during the football season doing the Mount St. Joseph ball games. They had a ball game down near Indiana State and I ended up on the my GPS took me to the Indiana State campus rather than to the stadium that Mount St. Joseph was playing their football game at that afternoon and I can't even tell you which one it was because here this year just being brand new down to this area all the games just seem to run together in this area and realistically and quite honestly and frankly I've been living off GPS now for about the last year in this area so thank heavens my cell phone has got the GPS otherwise I would probably still be stuck in Amelia someplace. Tonight's ball game is going to be getting underway here in just a little bit as we've gone through the senior night festivities that coaches are trying to basically negotiate how much time they're going to have now to warm up and they are going to put 15 minutes up on the scoreboard to get this game underway before we do that. So we'll have 15 minutes for our pregame show here this evening. So thanks for joining us here on UltimateSportsTalk.com as Purcell Marion has come out of the locker rooms and they're getting ready to warm up. Of course, we're at our usual perch here at Roger Bacon just to the right end of the scorer's table here next to the visitor's bench. So we're going to have be able to really listen in on the Purcell Marion bench here this evening and Scott Kerr, their head basketball coach. Of course, the Cavaliers and Roger Bacon are going in two different directions heading into tonight's ball game. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But the Spartans heading into tonight's game, well, they are 5-14 and 14 overall. They're 2-6 and six in the GCL Central. They're in last place. 
Purcell 13 and 5 overall coming into tonight's ballgame. And they are 4 and 3 in the GCL Central in second place. We'll go over the standings here in just a few moments. The Spartans, as we talk about the different approaches that each team are coming into tonight's game with, well, they have lost six in a row. We told you before the senior night festivities, we'll go over those games again. They've lost six in a row to Carroll, LaSalle, Alter, Elder, McNicholas, and Tuesday night. They were beaten by Covington Catholic 80 to 37. It was really a tough night for the Spartans Tuesday night here at the Fogarty Center. They were down by eight at the end of the first quarter and then 19 at the end of the half. Craig Moore the second was the only Spartan in double figures. He ended up with 17. Brandon Bibbs and Josiah McGee each had seven points in the ballgame, and Roger Bacon only had two points in the contest off the bench. And that came from Jeremiah Flowers. Now, after tonight, the Spartans are going to have two games left in the regular season, and the tournament draw is coming up this weekend. Tuesday night, the Spartans will be home against Woodward, which is going to be a non-conference game. And then next Friday night, they'll be up in Hamilton to take on Baden High School. Purcell, they're in completely a different story. They have won eight of their last nine, losing only at Carroll, 52-37. to And after tonight, they have three games left with Wyoming. That's tomorrow night. Cincinnati Country Day, that'll be Tuesday night. And then McNicholas next Friday. That's going to be a rematch between the Rockets and the Cavaliers. And the deal with that is the Cavaliers were the first team to deal McNicholas a loss this season. And then, of course, Elder or I should say Moeller, excuse me, defeated McNicholas later on down the road. But it was this Cavalier ball club that gave McNicholas their first loss of the season. Scott Kerr has been at Purcell for the last four years. He's won two district titles and led the Cavs to their first undefeated GCL season in the 15-16 year at 10-0. Brian Neal is in his 13th year at Roger Bacon. He's got 209 wins under his belt, and under Neal, the Spartans have won eight league championships, ten sectional titles, seven district championships, and three regional championships, and they have one runner-up in the state championship tournament. Our freshman score here this evening went to Roger Bacon 39 to 30, and the JV game went to Purcell 46 to 39. These two teams met earlier this year. That was on January the 5th over at Purcell, and Marion came away with a 51-37 victory in that ball game. We'll talk more about that and what's going on around the rest of the GCL here this evening and also go over the girls tournament draw that got underway last week and the tournament will get underway in about a week we'll go over all of that when we come back to the Fogarty Center with tonight's pregame show after this timeout. if I play sports for my school I learn how to be part of a team I will have more friends I will be active now and when I'm a grown-up. I will learn how to work hard. I'll have better attendance. I'll learn how to overcome adversity. I'll be more likely to go to college. I will learn how to get along with others. If I play sports for my school. If I play sports for my school. If I play sports for my school. I must learn to be a good student during school if I want to throw on my uniform after school. 
Milton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Well, the Roger Bacon girls basketball team is and ended up their season at five and five in the GCL Central. They were 14 and seven overall. They finished up the regular season on Wednesday night with a 50 to 45 win over Baden. Their next game is going to be Tuesday night, February the 20th, in the tournament against the winner of the Woodward Taft game, and that game is going to tip off at 6 p.m. at Walnut Hills. Take a look at the district tournament. And what is happening, you've got in this district tournament, the first round games are going to be held on February the 15th and February the 17th. And on February the 15th, there are two games, and then the 17th will have four games. In the upper bracket, you've got the 12th seeded Woodward team taking on the number 11 seed Taft. The winner of that game will take on the top seed in the district, Roger Bacon. And as we said, that will be at 6 o'clock at Walnut Hills High School. And that game will be on February the 20th. Now, elsewhere in that bracket, that's upper bracket, Number four, Northwest, will take on number seven, Schroeder. That's on February 15th at 7.30 at Walnut Hills. And then come the February 17th games. In the upper bracket, Wyoming, the eighth seed, will take on Indian Hill, the tenth seed. That game will be at 11 a.m. at Walnut Hills. And then coming up at Lebanon High School... On the 17th, the 10th seed, Madison Senior, will play number 11, Dunbar. That game is at 12.30 at Lebanon. At 2.30 at Lebanon, number 13, Thurgood Marshall High School, will take on the second-seeded Bellbrook team. And then at 4 o'clock at Lebanon, Chaminade Julien, they were the 8th seed, will take on the 14th-seeded Ross team. Now, the winner of the Northwest Schroeder game will take on the winner of the Wyoming-Indian Hill game. Now, that's in the upper bracket. The district champ semifinal game will be held on February 26th at 6 p.m. at Walnut Hills High School. And the district championship game will be on March 2nd. That's to be announced. The championship game time will be announced. That's going to be at the Mason Arena site in that ball game. Now, if you look at these situations, you would think that it's going to be Valley View and Roger Bacon all the way down through to the district championship game. We're going to be discussing next week what we're going to do as far as broadcast games are concerned for the Roger Bacon women. So I just want to let you aware that we are planning on doing some games of, of the Roger Bacon women and the men in the tournament. And for right now, it's kind of up in the air, mainly because February 20th is also the night that the Heartland Conference in college basketball gets underway with their tournament. So depending upon the situation with Mount St. Joseph and the time frames of that, we'll have to work around that. But we will be getting in some of these Roger Bacon games. Brandon Spaeth and I are going to be discussing that later on next week. As far as the way the GCL ended up in girls basketball, Purcell Marion ended up winning the Central with a 6-4 and four mark, and then Baden, Roger Bacon, and McNicholas all ended up at 5-5. Five and five. Carroll won the 
Northern Division with a record of nine and one. Chaminade Julian finished five and five. Fenwick four and six, and Alter one and nine. So there are no other girls' games going on until next week. Now, as far as boys' basketball is concerned, that'll get continue to be underway tonight, and it will end next Friday or Saturday night. In Tuesday's action, here's a look at the scoreboard. LaSalle defeated Chaminade Julian 49-46. It was Baden over Northwest 60-34, and Fenwick beat Monroe 56-44. So the boys' conference standings look like this in the Central Division, McNick has got a two-game lead over Purcell at six and one. Purcell is at four and three. Then comes Baden and Roger Bacon tied at two and five. In the Northern Division, Fenwick leads it with a six and two mark. Then comes Carroll at four and three. Chaminade Julian three and three and Alter one and six. You notice that there are some oddities in those games, and the reason for that is some weather out games. Now, tonight, around the area, McNicholas is playing at Baden. Chaminade Julian will be at Fenwick, and Carroll goes to Alter. In Saturday's games, Wyoming will be at Purcell Marion, and McNicholas will play at Anderson. There's a Sunday game this weekend. That's because of the weather situation. They needed to reschedule a game. That has Carroll playing Chaminade Julian, and those two teams desperately need a win in the Northern Division. We'll be back to preview tonight's ball game between Purcell Marion, the Cavaliers, and the Spartans of Roger Bacon. We'll do that when we come back to the Fogarty Center after this timeout. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com, Mount St. Joseph University, and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at 9 during the baseball season. Minute by minute scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event all in one spot. Check out UltimateSportsTalk.com every day for your sports fix. Everybody knows that high school sports generate suspense, excitement, and drama. They also generate higher grade point averages, stronger work habits, and greater self-esteem. Everybody knows that high school sports give us more value for our entertainment dollar. They also give us leaders committed to strengthening communities right here in Ohio. The true value of playing sports in school can't be measured in wins and losses or dollars and cents. Studies show that participation in sports, along with other extracurricular activities, is one of the best ways to teach leadership, cooperation, accountability, and other invaluable life skills. Don't just stand on the sidelines. Encourage the young people you know to get in the game. When you do, you'll be helping them get ahead in life. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Back here at Fogarty Center, I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along tonight on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We are getting close to getting to the tip-off of tonight's ballgame between Roger Bacon and the Cavaliers. If you recall the first game, the first outing came up on January the 5th. It was a Friday night over at Purcell Marion, and it was a rough ball game. It was a game that it was very, very poorly officiated. I guess that's the best way to put it because they let a lot of stuff go on in that ball game. Nobody fouled out. Or excuse me, Jeremiah Flowers ended up fouling out in the ball game for the Spartans, but in that game, Brian Warhaw had just come in off of a 31-point performance, and 
the Spartans did a great job on the junior center for the Cavaliers, holding him to just three points, but three other players scored in double figures. Ace Taylor and Javonta Lyons ended up with 13, and A.J. Garrett scored 10 for Scott Kerr's Cavaliers in that ballgame. And the Cavs out-rebounded the Spartans in that game very badly. From the free-throw line, that is where the game was really lost because the Spartans only got to the line 14 times while Purcell ended up going to the line 23 times. Craig Moore led the Spartans in scoring that night with 13 points. Brandon Bibbs had 8 in the contest. At the end of the first quarter, the Cavaliers had a 15-7 to lead, but Roger Bacon came back with a spurt of 14 to 7 in the second quarter to pull to within one at 22 to 21. But then Purcell dominated the third quarter, had a seven point lead at the end of three, and then Roger Bacon had to play catch up in the fourth quarter and wasn't able to do it. And they fell in that ball game 51 to 37. So tonight, the keys for the ball game this evening for the Roger Bacon Spartans. They have got to grow up quickly because they are going to be playing three freshmen tonight in Trey Munson, Marjorie Tate, and Ryan Halal. So they've got to grow up quickly to contend in this ballgame and rebound. And for Purcell, they want to dominate inside, use their height down low, and control the tempo in tonight's ballgame. Purcell, one of the highest scoring teams in the conference, averaging 50.4 points per ballgame, while the Spartans are one of the best defensive teams coming into tonight's ballgame at 45.2 defensively on the year. And that's what Brian Neal wants them to do. He wants this Spartan team to play great defense. Next up for both these ball clubs on Saturday, Purcell Marion will be taking on Cincinnati Country Day and Roger Bacon will be at home on Tuesday night for Woodward. I'm Dave Mitchell here on Ultimate Sports Talk. The starting lineups and the opening tip-off is coming up next here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Why do they officiate? For some, it's a way of staying involved in a sport they grew up with. For others, it's a way to pay it forward by helping kids who play today and tomorrow. It's also a great way to stay active, make extra money, and work with friends. And all of them will say it boils down to one thing, the love of the game. Find your reasons and log on to OHSAA.org to find out how to become an official. You'll be glad you did. This is the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Educate through sports. And the shot drops. Exclusive access. Premium tickets, travel and hospitality, all from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. These days, the concept of value matters more than ever. And you'd be hard-pressed to find a better value than high school sports. Extracurricular activities, including sports, make up about 2% of the budget for a typical Ohio high school. In return, participation in sports promotes citizenship and sportsmanship. Sports also instill a sense of community pride and teach lifelong lessons about cooperation and self-discipline. They encourage physical fitness. They produce community leaders. By offering so many benefits to the community for such a small percentage of a school's overall budget, 
It's easy to see why high school sports are one of the best bargains around. The real cost would come from not having them at all. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Spartan fans, Josh Wilking here, proud member of the class of 2012 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your full-service Chevrolet dealership and proud partner of Roger Bacon Athletics. Thank you, Spartan Army, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing full-size franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Sales, service, parts, and body shop. We can handle all your automotive needs. KelseyChev.com. Hail Spartans. We are Kelsey Chevrolet from our family to yours. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sunday's, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sunday's for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sunday's. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winston Road in Finneytown. It's basketball time here from the Fogarty Center at Roger Bacon High School. Good evening, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. Let's check the starting lineups. First of all, for the visiting Purcell Marion Cavaliers at 13-5 and overall, and they are 4-3 and in the GCL Central. They will start at the forward positions. Number five, A.J. Garrett. Garrett is 6'6", junior. He had 10 in the first outing. At the other forward will be number 10, Alex Dodson. Dodson is 6'4", junior. He had 5 in the first outing. At the guard positions will be Javonta Lyons. He's number 11, a 6'1", junior. He had 13 the first time out. Ace Taylor also had 13. He's number 3, starting at the point guard position. He is a 5'10", senior. And starting in the middle tonight will be Brian Williams because he's a senior for Scott Kerr. He's number 15. He is a 5'10 senior. He scored four points in the first outing. So it's Garrett and Dotson at the forwards. Lyons and Taylor at the guard positions along with Williams under head coach Scott Kerr for the Cavaliers. 62 wins, 32 career defeats. He is assisted by Joe Berta, Mike Pilgrim, and Jamel Howard. Now the starting lineup for the Roger Bacon Spartans. 5-14 and 14 overall, 2-6 and six in the GCL Central. They will start at the forwards, number 35, Josiah McGee, a 6'1 sophomore, averaging 5.7 of all games. Craig Moore, the second, will be at the other forward, number 5. He is averaging 10.5 points a game. He's a 5'10 senior. In the backcourt will be Alante Shearer, number 0. He's a 6'1 senior, averaging 4 points a game. Brandon Bibbs, averaging 9.7 points a game. He's a 6'0 senior, number 2. And in the middle will be Amir Muhammad. Muhammad, number 23, averaging 3 points a game. He is a 6'3 senior. So it's Shearer and Bibbs in the backcourt. McGee and Moore in the frontcourt. And Muhammad will be in the middle for Brian Neal in his 13th year. 210 wins, 116 career defeats. He is assisted by Bob Holt, Kyle Haney, Grayson Rhodes, and Dan Stark. The Spartans are coming in off a loss on Tuesday night to Covington Catholic, 80-37. to While Purcell comes in off of a game on Friday night in which they beat Baden by a final score of 58 to 34. These two teams played once before, and that was on January the 5th. 
when Purcell at home came away with a 51-37 victory over Roger Bacon. On the road this year, Roger Bacon, or I should say Purcell, on the road this season, 4-7. and seven. And here at home, Roger Bacon, 1-6. and six. And they've got one home game left, and that will be Tuesday night against Woodward. We're about set to go. The Cavaliers are adorned in their gold road uniforms with wine numerals, black trim. Spartans in their home white uniforms with gold numerals and brown trim. In the center circle, it's A.J. Garrett and Amir Muhammad, and Garrett has a five-inch height advantage over Amir. The Spartans will be going from left to right across your computer screen. Ball in the air, ball tipped into the backcourt, and chased down in the back baseline by Ace Taylor, and we are underway here at the Fogarty Center. With it is Taylor between the circles. Taylor now left of the center circle. Dribbles up against, dribbles in against Shear. Now gets a bounce pass on the right-hand side to Alex Dotson. Dotson clears it off to Williams. Williams down on the right-hand side into the corner, up to the wing. Jump pass to the left-hand side. It goes to Lyons. Lyons dribbles inside the lane. Got the ball stripped away and taken away by Muhammad. He leads the pack up the floor and gets a pass to Brandon Bibbs up the right side. Bibbs right of the circle. Now back over on the right side to Josiah McGee. Top of the key to Shear. He'll drive in against Taylor. Stop left of the lane. Top of the key, Bibbs for the three. No good. Rebound taken off the front iron by Alex Dotson. Dotson will bring it up on the left-hand side. Now to the top of the circle. Gets it off to Williams. Williams with the basketball. Shoots the shot from 18. No good. Rebound taken down by Alex Dotson. Dotson for Marion. Has the basketball out near the timeline. Drives right of the lane. Got the ball stripped away, but a foul on the reach-in. Will be called against Craig Moore the second. That is his first. First against the Spartans as a team. Your officials tonight, Nick Schmidt, Ben Levine, and Brad Short. None of these three were at Purcell in the first game, thank heavens. Ace Taylor with it down on the right baseline. Spins it back out front, gets it over to Garrett. Garrett clears it back out front to Ace Taylor. Ace Taylor in the left-hand side. Got it over to Lyons. Lyons left of the lane, back out to Williams. Now top of the key to Taylor for the long three. Spun it in and out, no. Rebound high up is Garrett. Put it back up on the left side, no again. Rebound tapped out front, goes right into Taylor. Taylor with the top of the circle. Taylor holds it up on the right-hand side of the front court. Dribbles top of the key. Over on the left-hand side, it goes to Lyons. Kicks it out on the right-hand side. Now back out front to Dotson. Dotson right baseline threw up an air ball and it's pulled out of the air by Elante Shearer. Shearer will get it into the front court for the Spartans. He gets it into Moore inside the lane. Put it up from 10. Got it. Greg Moore, his first two, and the Spartans take an early 2-0 lead, and a, now one of the officials out front, they're going to check, I believe, the bandage on Alante Shearer's left hand. He's got his thumb taped up, and the official says he wants that looked over. So he takes an injury timeout. And now checking into the ballgame is Jeremiah Flowers, averaging two and a half of contact. 5.55 left to go in this first quarter of play. We have just begun. And now they're trying to get Purcell to tuck in their shirt. So as soon as we get the uniform 
festivities over with. We'll get this game back underway, and now we finally do to Ace Taylor. Feeds it over on the left-hand side of Lions. Lions back to Williams, and now back over to Dotson. Dotson dribbles from the left to the right, now back inside the circle to Taylor, top of the, side of the circle. Taylor almost palmed the basketball. Gets it back over to Dotson. Dotson top of the key to Lions. Lions dribbles right of the lane. Over to Taylor. Dribbles right baseline to the left-hand side. Gets it off to Williams. Now out on the right wing, and we've got a blocking foul called on Brandon Bibbs on the pass out front. And Bibbs, that's his first. And the second against the Spartans as a team. It is lively here tonight at the Fogarty Center. Very loud here this evening. Lions is putting it in play right of his own bucket. Inbound to Taylor. Back to Lions. Right baseline from 10. No good. And the rebound taken down by Amir Muhammad. It's one of the keys tonight. Spartans have to rebound well up the floor. Pass stolen by Dotson all the way. Length of the floor. Laid it up. No. He missed the layup. And the rebound pulled down by Williams. He'll get it off to Dotson. Right baseline for the three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Josiah McGee. He'll clear it off to Bibbs. Into the front court on the left-hand side. It goes to Craig Moore. Gets it off inside the circle. Ball knocked free. Stolen away by Lyons. Lyons will get it up the floor all the way to the hole. Taking it to the bucket is Garrett. Missed the badly. Overshot the bucket, and it's pulled out of the air by Bibbs. Bibbs gets it up the floor to McGee. Now off to Flowers. Flowers with the top of the circle with the left hand. Kicks it off into the left baseline to Craig Moore. But before that happened, Flowers ran right over the top of Dotson and picked up the offensive foul. Ryan Lamb, a 5'8 junior, into the ballgame, number 14. And Clark Jefferson is going to come in also, along with Michael Little, a 6'0 junior. Dotson will leave the ballgame. Lyons is going to put it in play. Now Marjorie Tate is going to check into the contest. And leaving is Amir Muhammad. By the way, that was the first foul on Flowers. Third against the Spartans as a team. None so far in the ballgame charged against Purcell. With him down to the right-hand side is Jefferson. Gets it off to Lamb. Lamb hands it off on the weave to Little. And Little drives right of the lane. And he'll be fouled on the way to the bucket. And that foul is called against Marjorie Tate, his first. And that's the fourth against the Spartans as a team. But Little was in the act of shooting. So he'll go line left, shooting two shots. 4.31 remaining in the first quarter. Little goes line left, shooting the first free throw of the night, and got it. Little was three for four from the line in the first game. And now he's one for one. Cuts the lead in half at two to one, and now he'll look to tie with this free throw. Well, the officials talking with the players along the lane, and now they finally get the ball to Little, and he'll put it up, and it's short. Rebound, knocked out of bounds. Who will it belong to? Roger Bacon. Went off the hands of A.J. Garrett, so the Spartans will have it still up two to one. Four and a half remaining in this first quarter. Bibbs will put it in play, and Garrett is going to be right on him, the 6'6 junior forward. Inbounds the basketball to Moore, back to Bibbs. Bibbs just clears out 
the rest of the Spartans, and he'll bring it across the timeline. Bounce pass right in front of us to Craig Moore. Moore double team. Can't find anyone. Now gets the ball to Bibbs. Bibbs slipped and fell down and threw the ball out of bounds. Bibbs was cutting to the basket and just lost his footing on the floor and turned it over. Second one of the night against the Spartans. Into the front court comes Jefferson. Jefferson gets it off the Lions, and Lions ran right over the top of Flowers and picked up the offensive foul. Javonta Lions with his first, team second. Excuse me, team's first. Two to one. 4.06 remaining to go in this first quarter of play. Full court pressure put on by Purcell, and Bibbs is going to break it himself as he brings it across the timeline. On the left-hand side, it goes to Craig Moore, the second. Moore gets it over on the right baseline to Bibbs. Bibbs around a pick by McGee, up to the right wing. Stop and go, crossover, drives the lane, laid it up, blocked out of bounds, and a last touch, they're going to say, by Bibbs, but that ball actually got blocked out of bounds by Clark Jefferson, but they'll give it back to Purcell. So the Cavaliers will bring it into the front court, up the right-hand side. Dotson dribbles down to the right wing, gets it out front to Lamb. Lamb now to Jefferson. Jefferson gets it off to Dotson, spins to the baseline, lost it out of bounds, last touched by Flowers, so it will stay with Purcell. Purcell's uniforms are the same colors that the Cleveland Cavalier uniforms used to be back in the early 70s. Putting it in play is Lamb. Now he gets it off to Dotson. Dotson with it between the circles. Dotson with the left hand dribbles down to the left wing. Hands it off to Lamb. Out front it goes to Little. Little with the top of the circle. Drives right of the lane. Kicks the pass out to Lamb for the three-pointer right corner. No good. And Dotson's going to chase down the rebound in the left corner. Dotson dribbles up to the wing with the right hand. Guarded by Flowers. Dribbles left of the lane. He's going to throw up a shot. And an offensive foul will be called on Dotson. Dotson just stuck an elbow right in the face of Flowers as he was going up for that shot, and they caught him for it. Into the ballgame, Ryan Halau, averaging a point a game. He's the 6'3 freshman. A lot of potential in this freshman class for Roger Baker. Same as football. Bibbs trying to put the ball in play. Does to McGee. Now gets it off to Bibbs, and Bibbs will bring it across the timeline, guarded by Garrett. Bibbs clears it off to Moore on the left-hand side. Top of the key, Bibbs is going to shoot the three off the side iron. Won't go, and Taylor takes down the rebound. He'll lead the break to the line, to the lane. Throw up a shot off the front iron. Nope. Rebound taken down by Moore. Gets it off to Flowers. Underneath the Halal laid it up. That's going to be an off. They're going to call a block on the play. The shot by Halal was blocked off the glass. You could almost call that a good bucket, but they're going to call it on the pass. Michael Little picks up the foul, and it's his first, team's third. McGee will check out of the ballgame, so will Bibbs. Amir Muhammad is back in. And so is Flowers. Tate is going to inbound the basketball. Got the ball stripped away by Taylor, and then Tate picks up a foul. And on Marjorie Tate, that's going to be his second. I know Brian Neal would love to play Tate a lot just to see what he's got, but 
over the past few ball games, especially the one last Friday night against McNick, and now tonight, Tate in foul trouble. So we'll see how long Neal decides to go with it. On the left-hand side is Jefferson. Jefferson dribbles up top of the key. Got the ball knocked free by Tate, but Taylor chases it down on the right side. Taylor, right sideline, backing in against Tate. Gets it off on the right wing, and it goes to... Jefferson, Jefferson throws up a shot and he'll be fouled on the shot. Didn't make the bucket. Foul is on Craig Moore and that is his second. Six fouls now against Roger Baker. This is totally different than what the first game went. Going line left is Jefferson. And he put it up and in. Bibbs back into the ball game, and Craig Moore will leave with those two fouls. Tate's going to stay in with two fouls. Second one by Jefferson. That one's off the front iron. Nope. Rebound taken down on the play, though, by Little. Little gets it off to Ace Taylor. Taylor to the free throw line. Kicks it off to Jefferson. Jefferson back out front to Little, and he's going to run right over the top of Marjorie Tate and pick up the offensive foul. We have had three offensive fouls so far in this ballgame. That's the second against Michael Little. Jefferson will leave the ballgame, so will Little. Back into the ballgame is Williams, and also checking in is Jadre Baldeck. Baldeck, a 6-1 sophomore into the contest. Bibbs is going to bring it across against that man-to-man full-court pressure. He is guarded by Garrett. Gets it on the left side to Halau. Now back out front, Flowers. Flowers at the center circle. Dribbles over on the left-hand side. Hands it off to Bibbs. Bibbs dribbles left of the lane. Threw up an air ball. And the rebound is pulled down by Lyons. Lyons will clear it off up the floor to Taylor. He's going to take it all the way to the hole. Got the ball stripped away by Tate. Ball loose on the floor. Picked up by Bibbs. Bibbs gets it up the floor to Halau. Halau stops right of the lane. Kicks it back out front to Bibbs. Top of the key. Underneath to Muhammad. Muhammad lost the handle. And it's picked up by Baldeck. Turnover by the Spartans. Their fourth. Up the floor comes Baldeck. And a reach-in foul is going to be called on Marjorie Tate. And that will be his third. And that's the seventh against the Spartans as a team. Now Craig Moore will come in. Tate will leave. Flowers will also leave as Josiah McGee is checked back in. Jadre Baldeck will go line left, shooting one and one. Put it up, no good, and a foul on the lane is called against A.J. Garrett. That is his first. And the fifth against the team. Kind of wondering if the GCL officiating staff decided they were going to send guys that were going to call everything in this one based upon what happened in the first game. Baldeck out of the ball game. And checking back into the contest is Ryan Lamb for Purcell. Again, full court pressure put on by the Cavaliers. Bibbs will bring it across from left to right. Bibbs into the front court on the left-hand side to McGee. A minute 13 to go in the first quarter. We are tied up at two apiece. McGee gets it over on the left-hand side to Halau. Halau picked up the dribble. Tried to get a pass back door to Bibbs and was kicked out of bounds by Dodson. So the Spartans will keep a hold of the basketball with a minute three left to go in the quarter. Moore 
right in front of us will put the ball in play. And now the scorekeeper wants everyone, the officials, to come over and match up the books. So the officials are going to come over and take a look and see what's going on down there. Evidently, we've got a discrepancy on the books. And now the officials are standing just to the left of us, right in front of the scorer's table. And they're going to talk over things. So Brian Neal says, let's talk it over too. And so will Scott Kerr for the Cavaliers. Minute three left to go in this first quarter. Now everybody's having a conference. There's more conferences going on on the floor right now than we've seen in Congress in three years. Now the officiating conference has broken up. They'll talk with both coaches, Scott Kerr and Brian Neal. And so Purcell put a player into the ball game that is not in the book. So that'll be a technical foul called against the Purcell bench. So going line right will be Craig Moore the second. And Craig will be shooting the two-shot technical foul. Now Scott Kerr is saying, yeah, he can continue to play. It's just a technical foul, which is correct. And the officials agree with him. So Moore will go line right, shooting two, put it up around the rim and falls in. Craig with three, shooting 76% from the strike on the year. And it's three to two. Spartans have regained the lead. Second one up and good again by Craig Moore. He has four now, two of two from the line, and it's 4-2. Spartans on top of it with a minute three, and now they'll get the basketball here in the first quarter. So Craig Moore will put the ball in play at the timeline on the far side. He'll inbound it in the backcourt to Brandon Bibbs. Bibbs with a minute to go in the first quarter brings it across into the forefront. Gets it off to McGee on the right-hand side to Halau. Halau picks up his dribble. Bounce pass knocked free and out of bounds by Purcell away from Brandon Bibbs. So the Spartans will inbound the basketball just to the right of us in front of the Purcell bench. Moore will put the ball in play. And he's going to lob it into the backcourt. It goes to McGee. He'll get it off to Bibbs. And Bibbs, with 45 seconds to go in the quarter, gets it off to McGee, right wing. McGee, guarded by Garrett. Now on the left-hand side to Bibbs. Bibbs, top of the circle. Left wing to Halal. Now back over on the right-hand side to Bibbs. Down into the right corner to McGee. McGee's going to drive right baseline. Nice pass underneath to Muhammad. Put it up. It will hang on the iron and won't go. But a foul will be called on Purcell. And that's going to be on Brian Williams, his first, and the sixth against Purcell. Line right, Amir Muhammad with 31.4 left. Put it up, hung it on the iron, and it fell in. Muhammad with his first point of the night. Williams is out of the ball game, and now checking back in is Baldeck. Muhammad, the second one from line right. Shoots it. That one is bounced off the back iron high and no good coming down into the hands of Alex Dotson. Dotson dribbling in against Halau. Now backs it out to the right wing. Still faced up against Halau. Drives the lane. Laid it up with the left hand on the left side. Good. 
Dotson with his first two. 5-4 Spartans. 13 seconds to go in the quarter. Full court pressure put on by the Cavs. Inbound to McGee. McGee back to Bibbs. Bibbs with five. Bibbs still in the backcourt. Double team. Gets it up the floor to McGee. McGee with two. Off to Bibbs. Bibbs shot at the buzzer. It won't go off the front iron. And that's the end of the first quarter of play. And it's a game that is being played at the pace the Spartans want it. Your score at the end of one. It's Roger Bacon five and Purcell Marion four. Since 1969, Vonderhaar's Catering has provided services for social and corporate events, private gatherings, reunions, company outings, and wedding receptions. Vonderhaar's will help you customize a menu for all types of events and clients with personal attention and excellent quality food and service. Let Vonderhaar's Catering make your event memorable with quality food and complete professional staffing. Vonderhaar's Catering, selected as one of the five preferred caterers at the newly renovated Music Hall. Before you finalize your menu, call Vonderhaar's Catering, 513-554-1969. White Oaks Favorite Sports Bar, the game on Bar & Grill is even better. Come check out the UC and Xavier games with $12 buckets ready to go. Daily drink specials and open for lunch and dinner with great food and great service. The game on Sports Bar and Grill is your place for the entire family. With plenty of TVs to watch all the games and fun for all. Follow us on Facebook at Game On! Exclamation point to check out all the latest specials. After the Roger Bacon game, head to the Game On! Sports Bar and Grill at 5880 Cheviot Road in White Oaks. Spartans lead at 5-4. Heading into the second quarter of play. Baldeck out on the floor with Dotson, Lyons, Taylor, and Garrett. And for the Spartans, they're out there with Allow, Moore, Flowers, McGee, and Bibbs. Spartans will have the basketball to open up the second quarter of play. They inbound it to McGee in the backcourt, and they get it off to Bibbs, and Bibbs will bring it across. Spartans lead it by one, five to four in a game that's being played at their pace. Bibbs, right side, it goes to Moore, all alone for the long three, short. Rebound loose on the baseline, and it comes down into the hands of Ace Taylor. Taylor with four rebounds tonight, up the floor it goes to Baldeck, he'll shoot the long three, won't go, and Halau pulls down the rebound for the Spartans. Gets it up the floor to Bibbs, and then Bibbs stops and running over the top of Bibbs on the play will be Lyons, and that will be his second personal foul. His second. And that will put both teams over the limit for the rest of the first half. So with 7.33 left to go in the half, going line right will be Brandon Bibbs. Bibbs has really been in a free-throw shooting slump over the past few weeks. His average has dipped from in the lower 80s down to 60%. More out of the ballgame, Amir Mohamed checks in. Bibbs, line right, shoots it, spun it in and out, no good, and that's the way it's gone for him the last two weeks. Rebound pulled down by Garrett. Garrett gets the ball up the floor to Taylor, now back out topside to Jefferson, who checked back in. Jefferson gets it off to Dotson, left side to Taylor, he'll dribble left baseline. Swings it back out front to Dotson at the left wing to the free throw line with a right-hand dribble. Dotson clears it off to Jefferson, crossover dribble to the line, back out front to Dotson. 17-footer straight away by Dotson, no good, and the rebound taken down by Brandon Bibbs. Bibbs will bring it up the floor on the run. Hook pass left side to Flowers. Flowers to the free throw line. Top of the key to McGee for the three. Sputtered around and out. Nope. And the rebound taken down by A.J. Garrett. He gets it up the floor to Taylor. It's one and done 
for the Spartans here early tonight. Garrett left of the lane. He's going to put up a shot. Won't go. And a foul is going to be called on Muhammad. Amir Muhammad with his first. And that's eight fouls against the Spartans. So going line left will be Garrett shooting two. Muhammad out. Flowers. Excuse me. Craig Moore. The second is back in. Garrett, line left, shooting 58% from the stripe. And he's a left-handed shooter, puts it up and in. It's his first point of the evening. Hammer tied up. Second time tonight, this time at five. Boy, in the first game, a lot more scoring, 15-7 to at the end of the quarter in the first game. Second one by... Garrett, no good. And the rebound taken down by Ryan Halau in the backcourt. Gets it off to Bibbs. Bibbs brings it across the timeline into the frontcourt. Crossover dribble in front of Jefferson. Now stops center circle. Bibbs still with a right-hand dribble. Now to the left hand between the circles. Gets a pass over on the left side to Moore. Moore dribbles back up. And between the circles, it goes to Brandon Bibbs. Bibbs guarded by Jefferson. Spins to his left. He'll stop inside the arc. Put it up for 17. Banked it in. Bibbs with his first two. Spartans lead it again at 7-5. to five. Into the front court comes Taylor. Back out front to Dotson. Dotson looking underneath. Boy, this Purcell team pretty much all juniors except for Taylor. Gets it to Dotson. Dotson throws up a wild shot. No good. Rebound off the hands of Malau and out of bounds. So it will stay with Purcell. Now Amir Muhammad's going to check back into the ball game quickly. And leaving the contest will be Craig Moore. 5.57 left to go. Putting it in play will be Dotson. Dotson, bounce pass in, left of the lane to Jefferson. Put it up, no, tipped up and in by Garrett. Good, and he's fouled. Foul will be called on Amir Muhammad. He just came in and picked up another foul. Garrett with his third point of the evening and he'll go to the line looking to give Purcell their first lead of the ball game as he has tied things up at 7 Garrett just came over from the weak side grabbed the offensive rebound tipped it in and Amir got him upside the head with the right hand putting it up is Garrett put it up no good rebound taken down by Purcell again that's Jefferson Jefferson gets it off to Taylor into the lane, lays it up off the glass and good. And Purcell has their first lead of the night at 9-7. 5.40 left to go in this first half. Bibbs over on the left-hand side to Moore. Half-court trap put on by Purcell. Now to Flowers. Flowers bounce pass underneath to McGee. Put it up and in and he's fouled. McGee with his first two of the ball game. Clark Jefferson with his first personal foul of the night. And McGee, after tying things up at nine, will go to the line looking to give the Spartans the lead. Trey Munson into the ballgame now. The 5'9 freshman for the Spartans leaving is Moore. Line right, McGee. McGee, 75% from the strike. 
And bounced that one off no good. Munson got a hand on the rebound, but it's pulled down by Taylor. Taylor will lead the break up the left-hand side. Get it to Baldeck. Top of the key, Dotson. Back to Taylor. Top of the key, Dotson again. Dribbles left of the lane. Kicks it off the Baldeck left wing. Baldick down to the left corner. Over to Dotson, left wing. He's going to shoot the three. Nope. Rebound knocked around. Taken down by Purcell again, and Williams grabbed the rebound. To Taylor. Got the ball stripped away by Bibbs. Bibbs will bring it up the floor. Splits the double team up the right wing, and now brings it back out to the top of the circle. Hook pass underneath. It goes to McGee. Got the ball blocked from behind out of the air by Garrett. Pulled down by Williams, and he'll bring it into the front court. Off to Taylor between the circles. We are tied at 9, 4.50 to go in this first half of play. Taylor on the left-hand side. It goes to Dotson. Dotson now dribbles up top of the key. Right wing to Taylor. Back over to Balding. Swings it over into the left corner to Williams. Underneath pass on a nice feed to Garrett. Laid it up and in. Garrett's got five. And Purcell has got a two-point lead again at 11 to 9. Bibbs, baseball pass into the front court to McGee. Off to Flowers. Left corner Munson. Back out front to Flowers. Flowers will dribble out between the circles. Now to the right wing. Over to Bibbs on the right side. Bibbs is going to drive right baseline, and he's going to be fouled on the drive. And that foul is on Alex Dotson. That is his second. And that is the eighth against Purcell. Scott Kerr is about ready to burst an artery here on the officials. That was an easy call, one of the easier ones they've had tonight. Bibbs will go line right. He's 0 for 1 from the strike. He'll shoot 1 and 1, put it up and in. He's got 3. Now Lamb is into the ball game. Williams will leave. It's 11 to 10. Purcell with the lead. And now Bibbs will try to tie. Put it up. That one's no good off the back iron. And the rebound... Tipped out front. It comes down into the hands of Ace Taylor. He'll bring it up on the run from right to left. Down into the left corner to Ryan Lamb. Dribbles up right side between the circles. Right through the hands of Michael Little and out of bounds. That's four turnovers tonight on Purcell. Four also on Roger Bacon. 4.03 left to go in the half. Craig Moore, the second, back into the ball game, and Bibbs is going to get a breather. Now Moore will bring it across the timeline into the front court. Craig down to the left-hand side, hands it off to Munson. Munson on the right wing, it goes to McGee. McGee dribbles up right elbow, back out front to Flowers at the free throw line. He's hit and fouled on the shot. And the foul is on Ace Taylor. That is his first. And that's ten fouls against Purcell. So going line right will be Jeremiah Flowers. Flowers, 68% from the strike, shooting two. Looking to tie with the first one. Puts it up, and it's good. Flowers ties up the ball game. In the first game, Jeremiah fouled out. He really didn't have an opportunity to do much of anything. He got into foul trouble early, didn't even score a rebound. Second one by Flowers is up, and that one is good. Flowers with two. Spartans have regained the lead at 12 to 11. Into the front court comes Jefferson. Jefferson down to the left corner to Taylor. Dribbles up to the left elbow at the line. Back out front. It goes to Lamb. Now he clears it off to Taylor. And Taylor will reset the offense guarded by Flowers. 
Taylor goes on the left wing, gets it back out front to the top of the circle a little in the left corner to Taylor. Pump fake, dribbles right in the lane, and a foul is going to be called on the hand check. Called against Jeremiah Flowers. That is his second. And now both teams are over the limit of 10, so that both teams will be going to the line in the double bonus the rest of the first half. Taylor, line left, shooting 57% on the year. Put that one up and in. He's got three. And he breaks the tie, or ties this thing up again, excuse me, at 12-12. Flowers will leave the ballgame, so will Trey Munson. McGee is back in. No, Munson's going to stay in. It's Bibbs that's into the ballgame. And Williams will come in for Purcell for the next dead ball. Taylor rattles that one home. He has four. So Williams is in, and leaving is Little with one point. Williams checks in, scoreless, two rebounds. 3.22 left to go in the half. Bibbs in the backcourt. He'll bring it into the frontcourt against a 1-3-1 half-court trap. Now backs it off, gets it off to Munson, and Munson is practically cut in half by Ryan Lamb and his foul. And Munson will go to the line. Lamb picks up his first person. We have had 21 fouls called in this first half. 3-12 remaining in it, so a lot of time left. First one by Munson, up and in. Trey with his first free throw. Now, Lyons is coming back in. Lamb will leave, and it looks like he may have Jimmy to calf muscle as he limps off the floor. Second one by Munson, line right. Shoots it. That's off the back iron. Hung up. No good. Rebound. Lost out of bounds. And they'll say it was last touch by McGee. So we're tied at 13. Now checking in will be Baldeck. Baldeck checks back in and leaving will be Williams. 13-13 your score. 3.05 remaining to go in the half. Bringing it across is Taylor. Taylor gets it off to Jefferson. Right wing Taylor. Taylor swings it down into the right corner to Jefferson. He'll dribble it up to the right wing. Now spins to the baseline. Down on the baseline. It goes into the corner to Taylor as they play a little two-man game. Taylor will drive inside the lane. Put up the floater from 14 off the back iron. Nope. Taylor got his own rebound. Threw it up again. No. And the rebound taken down by McGee. McGee gets it up the floor on the run to Moore. Put it up on the run. No good from five. And the rebound taken down by A.J. Garrett. He'll get it up the floor to Taylor. Left wing Lions for the three. Off the back iron. Nope. Rebound loose on the floor. Munson's going to grab it. And a foul from behind will be called on Purcell's Jadre Baldeck. That will be his first. So we'll walk down to this end of the floor. And Trey Munson will shoot a couple more free throws. We're tied at 13. 2.24 remaining. In the first half. Going line right is Munson. Put it up and in. Munson gives the Spartans the lead again at 14-13. Now Ryan Halal will come in. And leaving the ball game is going to be Josiah McGee. McGee checks out with two. Halal comes in scoreless but with two rebounds. Munson, the second one. That one's good again also. He has got three. And it's 15-13. Into the front court. 
Bounce pass to Lyons. Lyons with it. Down on the scoreboard by two. Gets it off to Jefferson. Jefferson dribbled it off his foot, but right back to Williams. Williams fell down. Now feeds it back out front to Lamb. Excuse me, that is not Lamb. That's Baldeck. Baldeck in the lane. Turnaround seven-footer. No. Rebound loose on the baseline. Tipped right into the hands of Jefferson. Back out front it goes to Williams. Bounce pass underneath the Baldeck. Lost on the baseline. Kicked away by Lyons. And out of bounds it goes back to the Spartans. And now Scott Kerr wants to take a timeout. We will also. 153 left to go in the half. It's the Spartans 15 and Purcell 13. Think about your home. What do you see? Do you just see two stories or the stories of your toddler's first steps? Now think about your car. Do you see an odometer reading or your kids reading in the back seat? Other insurance companies just see a house. They just see a car. But a state farm agent sees what your home and your car really mean to you. So why not give them the protection they deserve? Call agent Eric Geiger at 513-574-0321. Well, if Eric Geiger sells health insurance, he may want to contact Scott Kerr. Kerr just went ballistic on his team to the right of us in the huddle. And let's see if it does any good. A minute 53 left to go in the half. And it's 15-13. Spartans lead it by two. 1-3-1. Three-quarter court trap now put on by Purcell. Bibbs inbounds it. Two more. Back to Bibbs. Now over to Moore. Left of the backcourt. Bibbs looking for the pass. Now Moore gets it to him. They've got to beat the 10-second clock up the floor. And a timeout is going to be taken by Brian Neal. And Scott Kerr says... The clock ran 10 seconds, but I don't think it did. Minute 41 left to go in the half. Timeout taken by the Spartans. It's the Spartans 15, Purcell 13. It's basketball season, but baseball is the theme at Crosley's Bar and Grill, located at 4901 Vine Street in St. Bernard. With a friendly atmosphere, Crosley's has plenty of TVs, so a good time is a sure thing. Not only is the sports watching amazing, but so is the food. Crosley's has great tasting burgers, delicious chicken wings, unforgettable chili, and some of the best beer selections in town. Within walking distance from Roger Bacon, Crosley's is open Monday through Saturday, 11 to midnight. Crosley's Bar and Grill at 4901 Vine Street in St. Bernard. Well, Tom Burke to the left of us. That's quite, a, that's quite a haircut you got there, buddy. Thank you. It was all for a good call. <laughs> Tom cut his hair, went all the way bald, and now it's just growing back. 15-13 after that timeout, both teams will have four remaining. Bibbs will bring it across. Bibbs into the forefront. Gets it off on the left-hand side to McGee. McGee with it. Hook pass underneath the Bibbs right baseline. He's going to put it up, and an offensive foul is going to be called on Bibbs. Bibbs put his shoulder into Baldeck, and Baldeck fell down like he'd been hit by a ton of bricks. Bibbs with his second personal foul. Up the floor, Baldeck's going to shoot the three right corner. No good in the rebound taken out front by Craig Moore. Moore gets it off to Bibbs. A minute 15 to go in the half. Bibbs into the front court. Gets it on the left-hand side to McGee. McGee between the circles. Hook pass over to Bibbs on the right wing. Around a pick by McGee. Back to McGee, right of the lane. McGee dribbles outside the arc. Top of the key to Halau. He dribbles inside the lane. Up and under. Got to get out of the lane. Gets it back out front to Moore. Now off to McGee. McGee with it between the circles. Ball got kicked away. Ball loose on the backcourt. Saved in by McGee, and it'll be over and back. 
That's only five turnovers tonight on Roger Bacon. They've done a good job of handling the pressure and protecting the basketball. Trey Munson into the ballgame now. And leaving his bibs with 49.4 left to go in the first half. Putting it in play. Lions gets it back out front to Williams. Now back over to Lions right wing. Lions dribbles down the right baseline. He's going to throw up a five-footer short. He'll hit the bottom of the rim. And the rebound taken down by Halau. Halau's got three rebounds tonight. Up the floor, Munson. And Munson stepped on the sideline and out of bounds. He was being pressured and it got sent out of bounds. seconds to go in the first half. And Williams has got to tie his shoe, so we're waiting for that. Gets that done. And Jefferson puts it in play to Williams, and he'll bring it across. Williams on the left-hand side, under a half a minute to go. Jefferson with it between the circles. He goes between the circles. To Jefferson, and now back over on the right-hand side to Baldeck over to Garrett. Garrett back to Baldeck. Baldeck top of the key to the line, kicks it over to Williams. Williams with eight seconds, back over to Jefferson. He'll drive the lane, and a foul is going to be called on Ryan Halau, and that will be his first. That is 12 fouls on the Spartans here in the first half. Line left is Jefferson. He is one for two from the stripe, and he'll shoot two. Eyes it, shoots it, got it. Jefferson with two, draws Purcell within one at 15-14. Lyons is out of the ball game. Lamb is in. Bibbs is checked back into the contest now for Munson. Taylor is going to be rushed into the lineup now for Purcell, and Baldeck will leave. 5.1 ticks left to go in the first half. Jefferson, the 6'1 junior, eyes it, shoots it, rattled it in and out. Nope, rebound Amir Muhammad. Muhammad gets it up the floor on the run to Bibbs. Ball knocked free and out of bounds. There's .1 second to go in the first half, and the only thing that the Spartans can do is tip it. They cannot catch and shoot. A tenth of a second left, and it's into Muhammad, and Muhammad had to catch it, and that will do it for the end of the first half. We have played 16 minutes here from the Fogarty Center, and it is being played at the take pace that the Spartans want it to be played at. Your score at the end of the first two quarters. It is Roger Bacon 15 and Purcell 14. CardinalMotors.com Cardinal Motors, serving the Tri-State's vehicle needs. Quality vehicles, friendly staff. Visit us today at CardinalMotors.com 513-939-AUTO Good credit, bad credit, first time buyer, we got you covered. CardinalMotors.com I got my new car at CardinalMotors.com Looking for your next quality car, truck, van, or SUV? Visit CardinalMotors.com today. Visit us at any of our three locations in Hamilton and Fairfield. The Lucky Turtle is located in Finneytown on 8621 Winton Road next to Arby's. With 23 taps of rotating crafts and local beers, plus a large selection of other fine spirits, the Lucky Turtle has weekly events, including live music, final night on Tuesdays, 
and trivia on Thursdays. They offer great food options from empanadas, a key, or you can bring in your own food. The Lucky Turtle is very accommodating for parties and events, so stop in for a relaxing, no-frills good time. The Lucky Turtle, owned by Frank Cena, Roger Bacon Class of 1991. Is your gymnasium outdated? Are your basketball backboards, bleachers, scoreboards, wall pads, and divider curtains needing maintenance? They can become huge safety concerns for students and athletes. Proper maintenance and service is critical to keeping your kids safe and prolonging your equipment. Borgman Athletics is committed to providing your school with sporting equipment that you can depend on. With state-of-the-art equipment and training, Borgman Athletics completes the job in a timely, safe, and cost-effective manner. Check them out online at BorgmanAthletics.com. At Borgman Athletics, we make sports happen. Substation 2 has been bringing Florence the freshest food at the lowest prices since 1981. You've tried the rest, now come taste the best fresh sliced sub sandwiches anywhere. Substation 2 was voted the best sub sandwich in Northern Kentucky by Northern Kentucky Magazine in 2016. Let Substation 2 cater your next event. Give them a call at 859-371-9490 or come visit them at 7905 Dream Street in Florence. Substation 2, quality at a price you can afford. Well, this first half definitely being played at the pace that Roger Bacon wants it played in. As far as the rebounding is concerned, that was one of the keys for tonight's ball game. Roger Bacon is being out-rebounded tremendously. We'll be getting those totals to you here when we go over the stats coming up later on here in our halftime show. But right now, Roger Bacon is being paced by six players, led by Craig Moore with four points, Brandon Bibbs, and Trey Munson each have three. As far as Purcell is concerned, they have got five players scoring for them tonight, and they are being led by A.J. Garrett with five points here this evening. 15-14, your score here at the half. We'll go over all of the stats in the first half when we come back after this timeout. This Roger Bacon basketball broadcast is made possible by Kelsey Chevrolet. Call Josh Wilkie, 812-532-2931. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Substation 2 in Florence, 859-371-9490. Crosley's Bar and Grill at 4901 Vine Street in St. Bernard. And Vonderhaar's Catering at 513-554-1969. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Roger Bacon Broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Hi, I'm John Havlicek. Everybody knows about my basketball career with the Buckeyes and Celtics. But in high school, I became a better basketball player by also playing football and baseball. Physically, multi-sport athletes develop better overall skills and avoid overuse of one muscle group. Mentally, they become better competitors and better in handling pressure situations. So I encourage all young athletes to play as many sports as possible. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Only one half of 1% of all high school student-athletes play basketball in college. But all 100% of them become adults. That's why playing basketball in their high school team is so important. High school athletes learn life lessons that help them grow up. Lessons that can't be taught in the classroom and often aren't taught at home. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Uh, looking across the way here at halftime over on the other side of Purcell Marion, they've got a person over there with a Cavaliers shirt on and the new assembled, newly assembled Cleveland Cavaliers are leading over Atlanta tonight, 43-29. 
in the first half of action. Anderson is also leading their ball game tonight in high school action. But here it is 15-14. Spartans lead it at the end of the first half. And you heard me correctly. At the end of the first half. 15-14 Spartans on top of it. Craig Moore leading the way with four points for the Spartans here tonight. On one field goal, two of two from the free throw line. Three points going to Brandon Bibbs. He's got one of two from the line. Three of four from the line is Trey Munson, the freshman, for three points. Two points each for Josiah McGee and Jeremiah Flowers. And adding in a point is Amir Muhammad on one of two from the free throw line. Ryan Halau has got three rebounds tonight. McGee, Bibbs, and Muhammad each have two for a total of 11 for the Spartans here this evening in the rebounding total. As far as the Cavaliers are concerned, they're being led in scoring by A.J. Garrett. He's got five points. Four points going to Ace Taylor on one field go two of two for the line. Taylor has also grabbed six rebounds here tonight. Two points each going to Alex Dotson with four rebounds and Clark Jefferson with one rebound. Jefferson also two of four from the line. And one point off the bench to Michael Little. He is one of two from the free throw line. From the line tonight, Purcell 6 of 12 for 50%. The Lions are 9 of 13 for 72%. The Lions have grabbed 11 rebounds, none of them offensive. As far as Purcell is concerned, they have grabbed 18 rebounds, seven of them offensive. So they have out-rebounded the Spartans here tonight by seven. And the turnover war is being won by Purcell. They've committed only four compared to six for Roger Bacon. This game has been tied seven times. That's all you need to know about it. That's how close it has been all night long. And your score here at the half, the Spartans 15 and Purcell Marion 14. I want to take time off my 40. I want to be the athlete I was before my injury. I want to get strong and stay strong. I want to break my own record. I want to qualify for state. I just want to play. I want to leap higher. I want to get above the rim every time. Only one team was uniquely qualified to help them get exactly what they wanted. The Nationwide Children's Sports Medicine Team. The leader for every student athlete. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Ohio is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This Roger Bacon basketball broadcast is made possible by Kelsey Chevrolet. Call Josh Wilking, 812-532-2931. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Substation 2 in Florence, 859-371-9490. Crosley's Bar and Grill at 4901 Vine Street in St. Bernard. And Vonderhaar's Catering at 513-554-1969. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Roger Bacon Broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And don't forget, tomorrow we'll be in Franklin for the men's and women's doubleheader, Mount St. Joseph and Franklin. Pre-game show at 12.30, and the game will tip off. The women's game at 1 o'clock, the men's game at 3 o'clock. The men are in a three-way tie for first place in the Heartland Conference. 15-14 Spartans 
lead it here at halftime. I'm Dave Mitchell. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This Roger Bacon Athletic event is made possible by Portman Athletics. Call Ryan at 513-476-3070. The Lucky Turtle at 8621 Winton Road in Finneytown. Eric State Farm Insurance Agency. Call 513-574-0321. Cardinal Motors in Fairfield. Call 513-939-2886. The Game on Sports Bar and Grill at 5880 Cheviot Road. And Mount St. Joseph University. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Roger Bacon Broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. By the way, just to bring it up to you, uh, we were talking about this earlier tonight on this press row, is that Southwest Ohio could have two teams in the top five in the NCAA college basketball rankings this week. Xavier and Cincinnati could both be in the top five, and Ohio State should at least be in the top seven. But we'll see what happens when those rankings come out on Monday. 15-14, Spartans lead it here. Tonight at home in their next-to-the-last home game of the season. Purcell comes out with Lyons, Dotson, Garrett, Taylor, and Williams to start the second half. And they will have the basketball to open up the second half of play. Spartans come out with Flowers, McGee, Moore, Amir Muhammad, and Brandon Bibbs. As we head to the third quarter of play, here we go. We switch in for the floors. Purcell going from left to right across your computer screen, and they get a ball over to Dodson on the left-hand side. Dribbles up top of the circle to the right wing, gets it off to Taylor. Taylor with it on the right wing. Now back out front between the circles, guarded by Bibbs and the Spartans man-to-man. Taylor feeds it left wing to Williams. Now back over to Dodson to the free-throw line, out front to Taylor. Fast pass right-hand side to Williams, top side to Lyons. Lyons drives inside, and a foul pushing off on Lyons on the drive. That will be his third personal foul of the evening, and that's the first against Purcell. And Lyons has really not seen a lot of playing time in the first half. He's their leading scorer at 15 a game. It's 15-14. Spartans have the basketball. Moore lost the handle, gets it up to Flowers, and he's going to be fouled from behind. And that foul is on Clark Jefferson, who just came into the ballgame. Four Lions. Spartans will inbound the ball to Moore, and you can hear Scott Kerr in the background expressing his displeasure just somewhat towards the officiating tonight. Bibbs between the circles. On the left-hand side, it goes to McGee. McGee gets it off to, to Moore, stolen away by Williams, all the way to the length of the floor, laid it up and in, and Williams has given the lead back to Purcell at 16-15. Seven minutes to go 
in this third quarter. Bibbs double teamed in the backcourt, feeds it up to Florida to Amir Muhammad. Muhammad puts it up, blocked from behind by Garrett, his second block of the night. Pulled out of the air by Taylor. Taylor on the right wing to Dotson inside the lane for the 12-footer. Got it. Dotson's got four. Purcell with their biggest lead of the evening at 18-15. And now timeout will be taken by Roger Baker. 6.38 left to go in this third quarter. It is Purcell 18, Roger Bacon 15. Cardinal Motors, serving the Tri-State's vehicle needs. Quality vehicles, friendly staff. Visit us today at cardinalmotors.com. 513-939-AUTO. Good credit, bad credit, first-time buyer, we got you covered. It's cardinalmotors.com. I got my new car at cardinalmotors.com. Looking for your next quality car, truck, van, or SUV? Visit cardinalmotors.com today. Visit us at any of our three locations in Hamilton and Fairfield. Well, Scott Kerr has gone just about as far as he can go with this officiating crew. They have got the patience of Job that they have not slapped Kerr with a T yet tonight. 18-15. Purcell with the lead, and they'll put on the full court pressure. Man-to-man this time. Bibbs will inbound it on the back baseline. Two more, and now back to Bibbs, and they drop off the pressure. Dips into the front court, to the line, to the lane, all the way to the hole. Dumps it off to Muhammad, right side, laid it up and in. Nice job by Bibbs. Muhammad's got three, 18-17 for self. Right-hand side, Dotson. Between the circles to Taylor. On the left-hand side, it goes to Jefferson. Now back to Dotson, and Dotson, offensive foul, ran right over the top of Flowers. Dotson with his third personal, and that's the third team foul. And now checking into the ball game is Michael Little again with two fouls. And leaving. Well, is Dotson staying in or not? I think they did pull Dotson out, and they did. So the inbounds, Bibbs, gets it into Moore, up the floor to Bibbs. Bibbs all the way to the line, laid it up and in! Bibbs with five. And the Spartans have regained the lead at 19-18. And the other way, coming back is Williams. He laid it up and in. Williams with four. And that gives Purcell the lead again at 20-19. More the other way. Left of the circle. Off to Bibbs. Inside the lane. Put up the shot from five. Got it. Bibbs with seven. And the Spartans lead it again by one. 21-20 as we go back and forth. Little down on the right baseline to Taylor. Drives right baseline. Threw up a wild shot. Nobody's fouled on the way to the bucket. And he'll go to the line shooting two. And that fouls on Brandon Bibbs. That's his third. First against the Spartans. And going line right is Taylor. Taylor 57% from the strike on the year. He's two for two tonight, though. With 538 remaining in the third quarter. Taylor put it up around the rim and fell off. No good. Taylor in the first game had 13 points. And he was 7 of 9 from the free throw line that night. Put that one up and in. Taylor with 5. Ties the ball game up. This time at 21. 5.5 left to go 
in this third quarter. Bibbs in the backcourt. We'll dribble it into the frontcourt. Splits the defense. Up the floor, Muhammad, right baseline. Back out front to Moore. Right of the circle for three. Short. Missed everything. Almost missed everything. And the rebound taken down by Taylor. Taylor will bring it up. Crossover dribble between the circles. Right-hand side, it goes to Williams. Williams, right elbow. Now back over on the right-hand side to Taylor. Drives right baseline. Reverse layup. No good. Taken down the rebound by Garrett. He'll put it up. No, but a foul will be called. And that's going to be on Amir Muhammad. That will be his third. So now you've got Bibbs, Amir Muhammad, and Marjorie Tate, each with three for the Spartans. For Purcell, you've got Dotson, Lyons, each with three. We're tied at 21, and Garrett going line right. One of three from the stripe with five tonight. Puts that one up, and it's short, no good. So he gets the second one as he was in the act of shooting. Ryan Halau and Marjorie Tate, one of the players with three fouls, checking into the ballgame, leaving Muhammad and Bibbs. We're knotted up at 21 with 5.08 left to go in the third quarter. Second one by Garrett. Good, he's got six. And he gives Purcell the lead at 22-21. Tate in the backcourt. Double team. Gets a pass to Moore. Moore will bring it into the frontcourt. To the line. To the lane. Kicks it off left baseline to McGee. Left of the circle to Tate for the three. Short. Rebound. Halal takes it down outside. Off to Moore. Moore with it. Swings it over to Tate. Left baseline to Flowers. Flowers got held on the drive and he'll go be fouled and the foul will be called against Purcell. And that's against Michael Little. He's now joined the three-foul club. 4.48 left to go in the third. Now putting him in play. McGee has the top of the circle. McGee with the basketball. Crossover dribble. Left wing to Halau. Halau with it. Dribbles up top side to the line. Pulls up from 15. Around and out. No. Almost went in. And the rebound taken down by Garrett. He's got four tonight. Up the floor is Taylor. Taylor on the right-hand side. Dribbles inside the lane. And a hand-check foul is going to be called against Marjorie Taylor. Tate with his foul. That's his fourth. And the third against the Spartans as a team. Brian Neal just may decide to ride Tate out the entire way with those four fouls. 4.26 to go in this third quarter. 22-21. Purcell with the lead. They get the ball out front to Lamb. Lamb swings it over to Taylor. Taylor right of the front court. Off to Lamb right wing. Back to Taylor top side. He'll dribble to the free throw line. Step back. Got a pass. Knocked away by Tate right in front of us and out of bounds. Thought I was going to end up being a chair for Marjorie Tate. And leaving the ball game, checking into the contest is DeMonte Everett. Everett into the ball game for the first time. And Garrett is out. Or check that. Lions is out. Garrett is going to drive the lane, and he stepped out of bounds. Driving the baseline, just stepped right out of bounds. At six turnovers this evening on Purcell. Bibbs and Amir Muhammad in. McGee 
and Moore will leave. Now Williams is checking in for Purcell. And Everett will leave the ballgame. He just checked in about 10 seconds ago. 4.06 left to go. Bibbs is going to put the ball in play. Bibbs inbounds the ball to Halau. Halau on the back baseline with a left-hand dribble. Lobs a pass up the floor to Tate. And then Tate lost it on the sideline and out of bounds. In Tate's defense, that was not an easy pass from Halau to even try to bring in. Four minutes to go in the third quarter. 22-21 Purcell. Taylor, left-hand side, Williams. Williams on the left wing. Got a pass underneath. Knocked free by Muhammad. The pick back up off the floor by Baldeck. Baldeck shoots the three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Flowers. Taken away by Bibbs. Bibbs up the floor to Garrett. And Garrett went up for the shot. And he's fouled by Flowers. So the exchange of turnovers gave it back to Garrett. And Garrett will go to the line shooting two on the foul by Flowers. That is his third. So now Flowers has got three, Bibbs three, Muhammad three, and Tate with four. Garrett line right with six. Two for five from the line. Shoots that one good. Garrett with seven. Gives Purcell a two-point lead. 23-21. Garrett, the second one from line right. That one is good again. Nothing but net on both free throws. And it's 24-21. Bibbs, baseball pass into Halau. Double team back to Bibbs. Bibbs, pump fake. Now he'll bring it across the timeline guarded by Williams. Williams over to Tate. Tate on the left wing. Tate going to dribble around a pick by Halau. Get it back to Halau on the left wing. Halau to the left elbow. Crossover dribble. He got held. No call. Got bumped again off the Bibbs. Bibbs got hammered and he'll go to the line finally on the way to the bucket. Bibbs will go to the line shooting two on the foul by Ryan Lamb. That's his second and the 15 foul against Purcell. So Bibbs with seven. Goes to the line shooting two. He's one of two from the stripe tonight. Bibbs shoots it. No good off the side iron. McGee into the ball game, and so is Jefferson for Purcell. Lamb will leave, and Tate will leave for the Spartans. 319 remaining in this third quarter. It's a three-point Purcell lead. Second one by Bibbs. Good. Bibbs with eight. Now it's a two-point lead for Purcell at 24-22. Bringing it up on the left-hand side. Now out between the circles is Jefferson. Jefferson gets it off to Williams. Williams behind the back dribble to the free-throw line to Taylor. Taylor dribbles up right elbow into the right corner. It goes to Baldeck. Now back out to Taylor. Taylor with it. Dribbles around a pick by Garrett. He drives inside the lane. Threw up a shot. No and a foul is going to be called on the Spartans. And Taylor will be the beneficiary of it. And that's on Amir Muhammad. Now he joins the four-foul club. 24-22, Taylor line right. Three for four from the line. Make it four for five. He has six. And it's 25-22. Muhammad out of the ballgame now with those four fouls. And Flowers is back in. Second one by Taylor. Good again. Taylor's got seven. And it's a four-point 
lead for Purcell Marion. Up the floor on the right-hand side is McGee. Bounce pass underneath the Halau. Now to Bibbs. Bibbs triple-teamed underneath. Back out front to McGee. Now to Moore. Swings it over on the right-hand side to Halau. Sideline right. He'll dribble right elbow. Picks it up right in the circle. Top of the key to Bibbs. Bibbs got shut off on the drive, and an offensive foul is called on Roger Bacon's Brandon Bibbs. Now he has four. This is going to be very interesting as to how Brian Neal coordinates this team in the fourth quarter with all these players with four fouls. Tate's going to come back into the ballgame with four. Bibbs will leave with four. 2.33 left to go in the third quarter. So we've got over ten minutes of basketball left to go. On the right-hand side is Everett. Everett back into the ballgame. He played just sparingly early in this quarter. Now, it goes to Everett, left corner, put up the three, got it. Devontae Everett with three, and now it's 29-22 Purcell. McGee in the backcourt, gets it off to Moore. Moore will bring it into the front court. Moore with it between the circles, crossover dribble, drives around right the lane, throws up a runner on the run, no good. Moore got it back, threw it up and in, and he's fouled. Moore got his own offensive rebound, put it back up and in, and he's fouled, and the foul is going to be called on Ace Taylor, his second. Moore has got six. He'll go to the line looking for seven. 29-24. Now Williams will come in for Purcell. Moore, the free throw, got it. Moore's got seven. Pulls the Spartans to within four. 29-25. Now Garrett's going to take a breather, and Purcell's going to go small with literally five guards on the floor as Williams comes back in. Taylor with a minute 45 to go in the third quarter. Gets it off to Baldeck. Baldeck back to Williams, now over to Everett. Everett hands it off to Jefferson. He'll drive left of the lane, all the way to the bucket with the left hand, laid it up and in. Jefferson has got four, 31-25, Purcell by six. Flowers into the front court, hands it off to McGee, to the free throw line, Moore, puts up the 14-footer, got it to go. Moore has got nine, 31-27. The other way comes Taylor, a minute 15 to go in the third. Purcell with the lead, Williams drives right baseline, and a blocking foul is going to be called underneath on Jeremiah Flowers. And now Flowers has got four. That's the seventh foul on the Spartans. Flowers, Bibbs, Muhammad, and Tate, each with four. Line right, Williams. Williams, 45% from the strike. He'll shoot one and one. He's got four points here tonight with a minute nine to go in the third. Williams shoots it, no good. Rebound, knocked down, picked up by Taylor, laid it up and in. Taylor was Johnny on the spot, it's 33-27, now a six point Purcell lead. Flowers in the backcourt to Moore. Moore brings it up the floor, gets it off to Tate. Tate's gonna drive right in the lane, hook the pass out to Halau, and he stepped on the sideline and out of bounds. It's not that the Spartans are falling apart here in this third quarter. 
It's just that Purcell has upped the tempo, and it's not to the liking of the Spartans. 45 seconds to go. Purcell bringing it across. Taylor on the right side, right in front of us. Taylor guarded by McGee on the left side to Everett. Everett left to the front court, now to the top of the circle. Swings the pass over to Taylor. He's going to drive inside the lane. Throw it up off the glass and rim. No good. Rebound Moore. Moore will bring it up on the run, all the way to the bucket. Got the ball stripped from behind. Stolen away by Williams. Williams will bring it the other way for the Cavaliers. All the way to the bucket. Lay it up. No good. Rebound Halau. Halau with 17 seconds, and he's hit from behind on the play by Purcell. And the foul is going to be called on Jefferson. That is his third. And that puts Purcell over the... So the fourth quarter may take an eternity. Because both these teams are going to be in the one-on-one situation heading into the fourth quarter. The way this thing's being called, it'll be in the double bonus quickly. Williams and Everett are out of the ball game. Garrett's back in and so's Jefferson. Halau will go line left. And he will shoot one and one. Now checking in is Tuck. Tuck is into the ball game and leaving is Flowers. Line left, Halau. Isaac shoots it and he got the roll. Halau with his first point of the ball game. So now he'll get the bonus. 33-28. There's 15.6 left to go in the third. Allow the second one to put it up. That one hits the front iron. That one won't go, though. And the rebound taken down by Garrett. Garrett gets it up the floor to Taylor. Ten seconds to go in the quarter. Taylor, crossover dribble, goes left-hand side to Baldick. Baldick back down into the corner to Taylor. Dribbles left of the lane, off to Garrett. He'll slam it home at the end of the third quarter. They set that play up so well, and Garrett got the slam. Your score at the end of three. It is now Purcell 35, the Spartans 28. When you're looking for a family place to go after the game, stop by the Game On Sports Bar and Grill at 5880 Cheviot Road. With several TVs, stay on top of all the games all at once at Game On. Great for the upcoming bowl season and NFL playoffs. Bring the kids. Game On has a family atmosphere that everyone will enjoy. You're home for all the Xavier and UC games with $12 buckets. Like us on Facebook, in a great location, the place to be before, during, and after the game. The Game On Sports Bar and Grill, located at 5880 Cheviot Road in White Oaks. Think about your home. What do you see? Do you just see two stories or the stories of your toddler's first steps? (laughs) Now think about your car. Do you see an odometer reading or your kids reading in the back seat? Other insurance companies just see a house. They just see a car. But a State Farm agent sees what your home and your car really mean to you. So why not give them the protection they deserve? Call agent Eric Geiger at 513-574-0321. Purcell on top of it by seven. This is their biggest lead of the evening. They come out with Lions. Garrett, Dotson's back into the ball game. Jefferson and Lamb. Spartans come out with Moore, Bibbs, Flowers, Muhammad, and Tate. Spartans have got Flowers, Bibbs, Muhammad, and Tate each playing with four. 
Bibbs, left-hand side to Flowers, over to Tate. Tate with it left wing. Gets it back on top of the key to Moore. Moore right of the circle, now backs it out. Outside the three-point arc, swings the pass to Tate between the circles. Tate on the right side between the legs, dribble. Now off to Flowers, right of the lane, throws it up off the glass and rim. Nope. And the rebound will be taken down by Jefferson. He'll get it up the floor. Knocked free by Muhammad. Taken away by Bibbs. Bibbs will bring it into the front court. Lost the handle. Bibbs got it back and a foul as he's going to be undercut by Ryan Lamb. And the foul will be on who? They're going to call it on Lamb. That is his third. And that's the eighth against Purcell. They have got Dotson, Lyons, Jefferson, Lamb, now and Little, each with three fouls. Bibbs, line left, put it up and in. Bibbs has nine in the ball game, And he's looking for double figures with this free throw. 35-29, second one by Bibbs, good again. Brandon with 10, 35-30. Now the Spartans need a defensive stop, a couple of them. Dotson on the left-hand side to Lyons. Lyons left of the front court. Dumps it off underneath to Garrett. Garrett got the ball stripped away and out of bounds. Last touch by Bibbs, and it will stay with Purcell. That was a jam-saving knockaway by Bibbs. Lyons will put it in play right of his own bucket. Inbounds it near the timeline to Dotson on the left-hand side to Garrett. Now back over to Dotson. Dotson right in front of Scott Kerr of Purcell. Now it's top of the circle. Dotson, bounce pass on the right-hand side. It goes to Lamb. Lamb dribbles up top of the circle. Now looks back left-hand side. Goes to Jefferson. Jefferson backs in against Tate. Got the ball knocked free, but into the hands of Dotson. Dotson with 6.45 remaining to go in the ball game. On the right side to Garrett. Garrett on the swings it over to Dotson, left wing. Dotson looking for Lyons. Can't find him cutting through. He's going to drive right of the lane. Threw up a shot. Partially blocked by Brandon Bibbs. Pulled down by Lyons. Put it up and in, and he's fouled. And the foul is on Jeremiah Flowers, and he's going to foul out of the ball game with two points. Both games this year against Purcell, Flowers has fouled out of. Lyons... We'll go line right. That was his first two of the evening. And now he'll look to shoot the conventional three-point play with 6.31 remaining to go. McGee's back into the ball game now in place of Flowers and just fouled out. Lions, line right, shoots it. Around and out, no good. Rebound, Brandon Bibbs. Bibbs in the backcourt, down by seven, 37 to 30. Bibbs. Goes to the left-hand side. Now he's going to drive right in the lane. Laid it up with the left hand. Hit the bottom of the rim. No good. And the rebound taken down by Garrett. Garrett gets it up the floor into the front court to Williams. Williams with 6'10 remaining to go in this ball game. Back out front to Green. To Dotson, excuse me. Dotson with it on the left-hand side. On the left-hand side to Jefferson. Jefferson back over to Little. Now outside to Dotson. Dotson with it, with the left-hand dribble, goes too little. Now back out to Lions. Lions dribbling inside. Got the ball knocked free, stolen away by Bibbs. Bibbs will bring it up the floor on the run. He got it knocked away from behind, but chases it down into the right corner. Outside the arc at the right wing. Down to Craig Moore, the second, in the right corner. Up to the right wing, to the right elbow from 15. No good. 
Rebounded. Mir Muhammad took it away. He'll put it up and threw up an air ball. And the rebound taken down by Jefferson. Jefferson gets it up the floor. And a foul is going to be called underneath. Or is it out of bounds? What did they call? Foul is going to be called. They're just going to say it was knocked out of bounds. So Purcell will have it back, and Taylor's going to come into the ball game. And Taylor will inbound the ball to Dotson, and Dotson will bring it up. 5.20 left to go in the ball game. It's a seven-point Purcell lead. Lions left of the lane. Lions walked all over the place, laid it up and in. Boy, he came to two jump stops and ended up getting the bucket. It's now a nine-point Purcell lead. Five minutes to go in the ballgame. Bibbs will bring it the other way from right to left. Across the timeline comes Double D. Guarded by Dodson. Bibbs with the right-hand dribble. Bibbs between the circles. Crossover dribble gets around Dodson. Dumps it to Muhammad. Put it up too hard. And the rebound taken down by Lyons. Lyons clears it off to Taylor into the front court. Taylor with the right-hand bat dribble. Now out near the center circle. Taylor now going to run some clock and run some offense on the right side. Taylor bounce pass on a nice backdoor feed. Too little. Put it up no good. And the rebound taken down by Bibbs. And then he bounced it off of the foot of Dotson and out of bounds. Spartans will keep the basketball. Halal is back into the ballgame. And leaving is Muhammad. Moore will put it in play just to the left of us in front of the scorer's table. 39, 34, 28 left to go. And putting it in play will be more. He's going to lob it into the backcourt to Bibbs. Bibbs with it on the left-hand side. Now he'll dribble it across the timeline. Bibbs into the front court. Now to McGee. McGee left of the circle. Stops left of the lane. Top of the key, Halal for three. Short rebound, tapped that around outside. Comes down to Marjorie Tate. Tate. Back outside to Bibbs, went right by him into the backcourt, picked up by Lyons. Lyons all the way, dumps it back off to Taylor. Taylor gets it back outside to Jefferson and now over to Dotson. Dotson at the free throw line. Out front to Jefferson, lobs and pass right hand side to Taylor. Taylor with it. Taylor, right wing, dumps it off underneath the Lions. Lions is going to put it up and in, and he's fouled. Foul will be called on Brandon Bibbs, and it's starting to fall apart. Bibbs, that is his fifth. He's out of the ball game. Lions with six, so go to the line looking for seven. Brandon Bibbs fouls out of the ball game. That's the second player in the game to foul out for the Spartans. The first was Flowers. 41 to 30. Lions puts it up, and it's good. Lions with seven. He'll leave the ball game now, and back into the contest is Jefferson. 42-33, remaining to go in the ballgame. Tate in the backcourt. Gets it up the floor to McGee. Still in the backcourt. Bounce pass to Moore. Moore will dribble it into the frontcourt. To the line, to the lane. Throw up a floater. No good. Rebound tap out of bounds. But it will be last touch by Purcell. And it will stay with the Spartans. 3.31 left to go. 
Now Williams is coming back in. And leaving will be Taylor. 42-30. Purcell with the lead. Inbounding it is Moore. Left of his own bucket. And he just threw it away. Trey Munson cut out instead of in. And Moore expected him to cut in instead of out. That's 13 turnovers in the ballgame on the Spartans. Williams is out of the ballgame, and Taylor has come back in. 3.25 to go in the ballgame. Baldick with it on the left wing. Baldick crossover dribble in front of Moore. Feeds it off on the left-hand side to Jefferson. Now to Dodson for three. Right wing, no. Rebound, Garrett up and in. Garrett has got 12. And it's 44-30. Tate up the floor. Gets it to Munson. Now to Halal right corner. Back out front to Munson. Over to Tate. Tate with a right-hand dribble. Got lost. And then he gets fouled on the play by Baldick. That is his second. And that's the ninth of the first, the fourth quarter. Both teams are at nine fouls. Lions is going to come back into the ballgame. Court Purcell. Roger Bacon has scored only 15 points in the second half compared to 30. For Purcell. It was 15-14 at the end of the first half. Up the floor comes Taylor on the right-hand side to Dotson. Dotson back out front, and it goes to Taylor. Taylor with it at the right-hand side to Dotson. Dotson in front of Scott Kerr. Gets it out between the circles to Taylor. Two and a half left to go in the ball game. On the right-hand side, Dotson with the left-hand dribble. Dotson crosses over, takes it all the way to the hole, laid it up and in. Dotson has got six in the ball game, 46-30. And Purcell is just pulling away here in this fourth quarter. 2.15 left to go in it. McGee into the front court. Gets a pass to Halau. Right corner for the three. Missed everything. And Lyons pulls down the rebound. Lyons gets it off to Taylor and... Brian Neal with his arms crossed just looks to the floor, not sure what he can do in this instance because Purcell has just turned it on here in the fourth quarter. Dotson off to Taylor. Taylor to the free throw line, shoots it and banks it in. Ace Taylor with 11 and it's 48 to 30. Boy, I'd love to see Purcell and McNicholas play again. On the right side, Tate's going to take it all the way, lay it up with the left hand, up and in. Tate with his first two, 48-32. Purcell with the lead as the fans start to go to the exit. With it is Tate, gets it off on the right-hand side for Purcell underneath to Garrett. Garrett puts it up right-hand side, laid it up and in, and a foul called against Roger Bacon. Ryan Hallow with his foul, that is his second. That's the tenth against the Spartans. Garrett has got 14 in the ballgame, and he'll go to the line looking for 15. A minute 19 left to go in the contest. Third, 50-32, to 50-32, and Purcell has just really busted it open here in the fourth quarter. Garrett put it up and in. 
Garrett has 15 in the ballgame, 51-32. Williams is back in. Baldick will lead. 51-32, Munson in the backcourt gets it off to McGee. McGee back to Munson. Over to McGee, bounce pass up the floor. Into the front court, McGee on the left wing to Munson. Munson around a pick by Tate to the free throw line, pulls up from 14, nope. And the rebound will be taken down by Ryan Lamb. Lamb with under a minute to go now in the ball game. Into the front court comes Williams. Williams on the left hand side to Jefferson. Back over to Baldick. Baldick on the run, dumps it off underneath to Jefferson. Left wing shot by Lamb, put it up no good, and the rebound taken down by Marjorie Tate, his first of the evening. Up the floor, Tuck, Tuck, 14-footer right side, no good, and the rebound taken down by Baldick. He'll bring it up the floor, and now Scott Norris, Scott Curtis says, let's just pull it out and run out the clock. With it is Baldick. Baldick out near the center circle, 20 seconds to go in the ballgame. Purcell is going to up their mark to 14-5 and on the year. Tate guarding Baldick gets it over on the left hand side to Jefferson out front to Williams. Ten seconds left to go in the ball game. Williams with it on the back door. It goes to Jefferson. Threw up a shot, no good. Rebound Purcell or excuse me, Roger Bacon up the floor, McGee, and that's the ball game. Your final score here tonight: Purcell 51, Roger Bacon 32. That'll do it here this evening. We'll be back to. Wrap things up from the Fogarty Center after this timeout. Looking for a hometown bar and grill? There's only one spot. Crosley's Bar and Grill at 4901 Vine in St. Bernard. Crosley's is downstairs, but the food and atmosphere is on top. Great tasting burgers, scrumptious chicken wings, tasty chili, and some of the best beer selections in town. With plenty of televisions and friendly service, having a great time at Crosley's is a certainty. There's a separate room in the back available for your private parties. Check it out after the game. Crosley's is open Monday through Saturday from 11 to midnight. Like us on Facebook, Crosley's Bar and Grill at 4901 Vine Street in St. Bernard. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Is your gymnasium outdated? Are your basketball backboards, bleachers, scoreboards, wall pads, and divider curtains needing maintenance? They can become huge safety concerns for students and athletes. Proper maintenance and service is critical to keeping your kids safe and prolonging your equipment. Borgman Athletics is committed to providing your school with sporting equipment that you can depend on. With state-of-the-art equipment and training, Borgman Athletics completes the job in a timely, safe, and cost-effective manner. Check them out online at BorgmanAthletics.com. At Borgman Athletics, we make sports happen. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. 
The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sundays, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sundays for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sundays. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Well, it was the fourth quarter to play for Purcell that really turned this game around. They went into the fourth quarter leading by 7, 35-28, but they blitzed the Spartans in that fourth quarter, outscoring them 16-4 to win it going away 51-32. Purcell now 14-5 overall. They are 5-3 in the GCL Central. Meanwhile, the Spartans fall to 5-15 overall, and they are 2-7 in the GCL Central. Brandon Bibbs, before he fouled out, led the way for the Spartans tonight with 10 points, and Craig Moore had 9 in the ballgame. Jeremiah Flowers also fouled out in the contest. For Purcell, they were led in the ballgame by A.J. Garrett, 15 points in the ballgame, and Ace Taylor added 11 in the contest. Next ball game's up for Roger Bacon. They'll play Tuesday night right back here at home against Woodward and Purcell will be back in action tomorrow and they will be home taking on Wyoming. We'll wrap things up from the Fogarty Center when we return after this final timeout. Since 1969, Vonderhaar's Catering has provided services for social and corporate events, private gatherings, reunions, company outings, and wedding receptions. Vonderhaar's will help you customize a menu for all types of events and clients with personal attention and excellent quality food and service. Let Vonderhaar's Catering make your event memorable with quality food and complete professional staffing. Vonderhaar's Catering, selected as one of the five preferred caterers at the newly renovated Music Hall. Before you finalize your menu, call Vonderhaar's Catering, 513-554-1969. Spartan fans, Josh Wilking here, proud member of the class of 2012 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your full-service Chevrolet dealership and proud partner of Roger Bacon Athletics. Thank you, Spartan Army, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing full-size franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Sales, service, parts, and body shop. We can handle all your automotive needs. KelseyChev.com. Hail Spartans. We are Kelsey Chevrolet. From our family to yours. Substation 2 has been bringing Florence the freshest food at the lowest prices since 1981. You've tried the rest, now come taste the best fresh sliced sub sandwiches anywhere. Substation 2 was voted the best sub sandwich in Northern Kentucky by Northern Kentucky Magazine in 2016. Let Substation 2 cater your next event. Give them a call at 859-371-9490 or come visit them at 7905 Dream Street in Florence. Substation 2, quality at a price you can afford. The Lucky Turtle is located in Finneytown on 8621 Winton Road next to Arby's. With 23 taps of rotating crafts and local beers, plus a large selection of other fine spirits, the Lucky Turtle has weekly events, including live music, final night on Tuesdays, and trivia on Thursdays. They offer great food options from empanadas, a key, or you can bring in your own food. The Lucky Turtle is very accommodating for parties and events, so stop in for a relaxing, no-frills good time. The Lucky Turtle, owned by Frank Cena, Roger Bacon Class of 1991. So don't forget our next broadcast will be tomorrow afternoon from Franklin University in Terre Haute, Indiana, and that will be the men's and women's doubleheader for Mount St. Joseph at Franklin. Women's game tips off at 1 o'clock. We'll have the pregame show for you at 12.30, and then coming up at 3 o'clock is the men's action. They are in a three-way tie with 
Hanover, and Rose Holman. So the three games left to go. So every game is important for the Lions. Join us tomorrow afternoon as we said, 12.30 with the pregame and 1 o'clock with the women's tip-off, 3 o'clock with the men's tip-off, both on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And we will let you know as to when our next broadcast game is for Roger Bacon coming up here in the next couple of weeks. The tournament draw is this Saturday for the boys, so Brian Neal will try to get the team the best draw possible. Hopefully, by a miracle, they can make back-to-back state tournament appearances. Our thanks to all of our sponsors who made everything possible for you here this evening, to Brandon Spieth and Steve Rossi for helping us out here this evening, the co-athletic directors of Roger Bacon. Of course, Tom Burke is always helping us out here as the PA announcer. And thanks to all of the seniors. Our thanks to the fans for listening tonight. Greg Mitchell for producing tonight's program, especially here this evening as we were able to bring this to you tonight. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score here from the Fogarty Center on Friday night. It was Purcell Marion 51, the Roger Bacon Spartans 32. Until next time, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Roger Bacon High School Basketball. This game has been brought to you by Cardinal Motors in Fairfield. Call 513-939-2886. Borgman Athletics. Call Ryan at 513-476-3070. The Lucky Turtle at 8621 Winton Road in Finneytown. Eric Geiger's State Farm Insurance Agency. Call 513-574-0321. The Mount St. Joseph University. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Substation 2 in Florence. Call for your next event at 859-371-9490. Kelsey Chevrolet. Call Josh Wilking, Roger Bacon Class of 2012 at 812-532-2931. The Game On Sports Bar and Grill at 5880 Cheviot Road. Crosley's Bar and Grill at 4901 Vine Street in St. Bernard. Vanderhaar's Catering. Call Don at 513-554-1969. Join us next time for Roger Bacon Spartans High School Basketball. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.